man to the back again to whoop ass to look a blast from a ratchet man the mad is black is lad in a savage land to grab and dash and crash and your daddy's van My mom gave me this analogy. It was not an analogy. It's a it's a real life scenario, <clears throat> and it's gonna all come together. I promise you. I promise. <clears throat> all right. The story goes like this. <clears throat> Imagine you live somewhere deep in the south, or just wherever your ideal location is. You're on your porch, you are having your tea, you're in your rocking chair, you're at peace. Three friends that you used to know from high school are walking by your home. And you call out to them, hey, is that you so-and-so? Nice to see you. Let's catch up. Where are you guys going? Haven't seen you in so long. They say, I would love to stop and chat, but we're headed to the Beyonce concert. You say, oh, no, it's just for a second. Like, just come in, have a, have a drink with me. And they stay. Time goes on. You order food. They're getting comfortable. They say, oh, we'll just catch the show another time. So you're catching up. As the time goes by, one friend is in the corner laughing. She's by herself. So you turn to her and you say, uh, are you okay? Like, who, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? Why are you laughing to yourself? There's this old girl, nothing. I'm just, uh, you know, on the phone buying anything I want. I, I steal people's credit cards and I'm shopping at Macy's like I'm, I'm getting racks. Would, would you like me to get you something? And you say, that's pretty bizarre. Like, that's weird. No, no, thank you. I'm not into that. More time goes by. Your other friend is in the corner laughing by herself. And you're like, okay, what's wrong with you? Why are you laughing? Is everything okay? She says, oh, yeah, everything's great. I'm just, I'm just having a moment. I, I, am, I am high right now. 
would you like to get high with me? And he said, no, I, I don't do drugs. You sure you don't want some of these drugs? I'm positive I don't want none of these drugs. Time goes by. Your other friend is in the corner laughing by herself. And when you should raise a cause of concern, be like, all right, you got to go. You don't. You again ask, are you okay? What's going on? She says, oh, come look at this. You look over at her screen. She's got 16 and 17 year old young boys talking about, nah, these grown men, look at that thing. This is weird, but you haven't put an end to any of the madness. Three days go by, you guys are catching up. You eventually give in to the temptations of these people. You are doing the drugs. You are a participating bystander of child pornography. And you have given Wi-Fi permission for a scammer. Now, you finally come to your senses that you need daylight and fresh air. You guys have been trapped in this environment for three days. You've lost your job. You have nothing else. You say, okay, guys, let's go out. Let's, let's go down the road. Let's get something to eat. So you're outside now. You're walking down the road. And you see someone drive by that you also are familiar with. You flag them down, you say hello. Oh, let's catch up, let's catch up. Now it's, now it's the five of you. It's a jolly old gang again. The person driving like, hey, like, you know, what's going on with everybody? Your friend, you ask your friend what she's up to these days. She says, oh, I work at the homeless shelter. I'm just coming to the IHOP to get something to eat and bring it back for the people there. Now your friends are in the back seat on a new level of crazy, okay? The weed has escalated to heroin. The credit card scamming has increased to social security numbers because you want to improve your credit score and it's tax season. The child pornography has escalated to bestiality but here you are in the middle of chaos and not putting an end to it so there comes a point in your life where you were at peace and you had everything in order you were doing what you wanted you were extremely happy you had no bad influences except the ones you let in if you are not careful with the decisions that you make the people you let in your space the people you let in your home you will wake up and find that you no longer remember who you were 
Because you have grown into chaos. And people damage and, and alter your peace of mind and send you on a different life path. Because why? We're always one decision away from a very, very different outcome. So recently, a business partner has resurfaced himself in my life. He is at a better advantage um, financially to make certain business moves as well as I. What he is proposing to me feels very selfish. Now, I want to give him what he wants without sacrificing myself. That is the strong boundary and principle that I am well aware of. Unlike our previous scenario of being led wrongly because of the association. We have history, but we have no current understanding of the value and the direction of one another. So when someone asks you to do something that feels very one-sided, what do you do? You can negotiate, you can write uh, rules of engagement of this is how I want this, this deal to go. And if you say no to my one through 10, of course I will let you make amendments and submit them back to me. But the board is probably gonna still reject your offer because it's not, it's not authentic. It is not lying in sound, moral, conscious decisions. No, you're not asking me to steal. No, you're not asking me to do drugs. And no, you're not asking me to alter my perception of a physical being, right? So in this this business decision, in this life decision, I only have three choices. Option A, what I am currently doing to rough it out and go through another year or two in a stagnant state, crossing my fingers, you know, hoping, wishing and praying for a better outcome to do something different where I'm currently at in life. Option B is to uproot everything and transplant myself into a completely different environment of my selection under my terms and agreement. We've, we operate for, for self 
preservation for uh, you know the growth and success of the things that we want we need I make the choice of where I'm going to go this is my limit option B is my limit now here comes life throwing at an option C and option C just so happens to also be the first letter of chaos. So this is a peculiar place to be. Option C is shiny. It is different. There are advantages that some would consider low-hanging fruit. And it's only low-hanging fruit because we've been there, we've done that, we've got the t-shirt, we've learned the lesson. It's not a place that we would strive to be again. Like, why would I purposely put myself at the beck and call of an employer? See, independent contractors, entrepreneurs, people who do things for self and then find themselves in situations where it's like, oh, okay, rather than um, being consumed by you, being, being bought out, I would rather just partner with you and be independent. Okay. You can be independent, but if you don't set the right terms, you're just going to be an employee again. And we haven't done all that we have done, gotten hives at night, you know, scratching, thinking, fuck, I might have to get a part-time job, but why would I get a part-time, full-time job for you to help you when your when when your option when your ethic and your direction of what you want for yourself and you need me as your vessel to do it is selfish and potentially causes me true and absolute chaos like I'm slowing my I'm slowing my pace to get what I want with the new level of difficulty. That is option C. And truly, you only get an option C. You only get an option C. If you're not certain of your option B. I, I, think, I think that's the moral of the story for me. There are very inherent risks that you're going to get with any opportunity that you take. You say no to one thing. You say yes to another. And... With this yes-no family tree, there are more trinkle, tr- 
Yeah. There are more options of the trickle down effect of things that you have to choose between yes and no. So if your 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 new A and B option is the previous B and C. B and C now become A and B. Why can't people understand the word no? I don't I don't I don't get it. I mean, I do get it, but I really don't want to get it because I am also a part of the group that does not understand no. Like, what do you mean you're saying no to me? Is this the the summation of your you're up on your high and mighty horse? How am I up on a horse because I'm choosing to say no to you? But on the other hand, if the shoe was on the opposite foot, how dare you say no to me? So it's this constant battle of how dare you and also how dare you. I want to give you what you want because I am in the business of serving. Um, but also, you got to remember that in the most extreme cases of disgruntled restaurant patrons, your food will be spat in. Okay, you will you will receive a dirty plate, a dirty spoon, some toast that has been rubbed in the grease catcher between the oven and the countertop. We're going to shake off the dust, but I left it there for 12 seconds. There is there's no chance that you won't get a sore throat after you're done eating this meal. Excuse me? That is why you should tip. But why would I tip you for bad service if you are in the business of serving? Well, you weren't on time. You brought me my five stack blueberry pancakes without a fork and knife. I asked you for hash browns and bacon on the side and you literally gave them to me on the side. Why do I have three plates? Why can't you give me my meal on one plate? The meal on one plate is your agreement to my terms. Sir, ma'am, you are a customer. We are in a business transaction. This is a contractual agreement. If you do A, I do B. Please sign on the dotted line. This is not Burger King. 
Your way does not matter. Your way does not matter. It does when you agree. You are a customer coming to a place of business because I have something that you want, so why not give me what I want? But then turning that lazy Susan 180 degrees, you have to look right back at yourself and say, well, what I want from myself, what I want from my, from my vision, for my labor, for my, my existence is specifically this, like you are, you are hard dedicated to your nose. You have to treat yourself like the customer too. Treating yourself like the customer would be denying yourself certain privileges, certain services. Like there are things that you're gonna have to go without. And when I say go without, we're far beyond the point of, we're far beyond the point of sacrificing a quality of life or um, diet for cost savings. Because we know that the only thing that we have, absolutely 100% without a doubt, is our health. So the investment you make into yourself for your health rolls over into your performance at work or in your romantic relationships in your in your platonic relationships the healthier you are to and better you are to yourself the better you can be to serve the people in your pot So in your decision making, it is literally a game of musical chairs and it's kind of, it's kind of fun. It's only fun when it can go your way, but it's very stressful. It's stressful because you're you're hesitant you you're like you're fidgeting you have a twitch you're shaking uncontrollably you're looking all over every shoulder every angle you 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 want to walk forward but you also kind of keep one foot back in case you know you need to use your hips and box somebody out You have two options and one decision to make. Oh my God. Oh my God. The math, like,
wouldn't say. Uh, mm, I mean, yeah, I would. I would love to have a twin. I wish I I wish I grew up in a household where I had a sibling um, that I grew up with, we're the same age, we're here apart, doesn't matter, and they could be me and I could be them. And if we're if we were twin, like if I had a twin, we would be amazing. I just I just know it. Damn it, I. I declare I must give birth to twins. Because that way, replicating of self and replicating yourself, a lot of people say like, oh, it's, it's leadership. Find someone to replace you. Yeah, yeah. But if you have, if you have a twin, you can literally be in two places at one time. If you had a twin, you can choose option A and option B. You go here, I go there. And that way everybody wins. Then the juggle of the shoulda, woulda, coulda, and life could have been better. And if you don't know, if you don't try, you won't know. Will this opportunity ever surface again is it too late to say sorry like what the there are just too many people floating around too few chairs so something something's gotta go um So when you get boxed out, when you get boxed out, um, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to be kicked out of the game. Three strikes and you're out. Okay, I'll wait to until the next game begins. It's a, called a fresh start for a reason. So what did you learn? Did you break any bones? You have a bruised knee. You twisted your ankle. You have a hematoma in your calf. Put some ice on it. Take a Tylenol. You'll be okay. If getting kicked out in the first round means you have to wait nine rounds to get back in the game again, can we equate this to dog years and perhaps uh, one year in human life. What are you really giving up or losing if, if, if if you get what you want just at a slower pace? What do you lose if you get what you want at a slower pace? The main concern is the priority and the sensitivity and the anxiety that time gives. Time gives. 
All day today while I was at work, I kept saying, two hours, two hours, two hours. Cleaning all the countertops, two hours, two hours. I got to get out of here in two hours because I have somewhere else to be. And yes, we did it in two hours, but we already knew we could do it in two hours. But rarely do we consistently perform at two hours. What are we going to do? Are we going to seek counsel or are we going to complain? I find myself in many instances of having an experience and already knowing what I'm going to do and how I'm going to feel when I do it. And still causing myself a level of discomfort, distress, because I haven't done it yet. And I just need to say it out loud. When you say things out loud, we're not talking about like a under your breath or like looking at yourself in the mirror or just, you know, pacing around and you're saying it in your head. No, like literally there is a, there is a certain level of realization when the stupid shit comes out of your mouth and you, and you place it upon someone else's ear, but like you knew it was, it was dumb to begin with. But you just needed to make sure. And the only way you could make sure of the stupidity is to say it to someone and hear them exhale in shock at at, at what you're saying. Because you know that you know better. And you know that they know you know better. When is the madness gonna stop? That's what I want to know. When is the madness gonna stop? I got into a miniature yelling match today with my mother because over the COVID vaccine. My mother decided she said it was her choice Mm. she said it was her choice because she wants to travel and live her life that she decided to get the vaccine i can't getting a vaccine is not like a snake bite i can't suck it out of her body however there is a level of discomfort and frustration and anger that I have for the decision that she made. She's a grown woman, damn near 50 years old. She can do whatever she wants to do. 
but ma, you can't just go around getting vaccines. Like, I want to put you on punishment, ma'am. You are grounded. And that same level of frustration that I have for my adult mother and the decision that she freely makes are the same feelings that your friends, co-workers, supporters have of you when you do something dumb. It's the same feeling of frustration. Because you care, you, you nurture, you counsel. Why would you do something that I wouldn't do? That's the whole conundrum of living your own life. So if I want to dance around all of my chairs, if I want to dance around all of my options and look at them, like really analyze the pros and the cons because I'm saying yes to something and saying no to something else. I put myself in my own distress with my indecision, with my decision of knowing, but choosing, choosing to give energy and be upset at something I know I'm going to say no to. I don't want to walk full speed around the chair while you're on my heels, also pressuring me to walk full speed around the chair. Because when the music stops, I'm either in a position to sit freely and comfortably, and that would be my own positioning. That would be the perfect position I put myself in because I've decided to walk at my pace rather than the pace of your pressure. Now, if you make me walk at the pace of your pressure and I decide to sit down, if I am in a, a bad stance or position, I will probably yank that chair from under you. And then I would be wrong. That wouldn't be playing fair. So either we play fair, no one touches the chair, and you're not going to ride my bumper, then maybe we can make something happen. But we need some, we need some space. We need some rules. The current rules are six feet, which means you're proximate but very distant and with this whole face mask game we got going on I can't really hear you I can't I can't really hear you which means 
your only option to play this game is to really abide by items one through 10 on the list. Why is that? Why is that so hard to grasp? I don't know. But for the third day in a row, I have been given the word grace. So we use it. We're using it to our complete and full advantage. For those of you who care about um, our our pace and our growth. We've had to let some people go. Some roles have been changed. There, you know what? I've, I've recognized that the, the theme of this year, the theme of this year Really, I was up to six as of a couple days ago, but now we're up to seven. Seven people have been cut off. Six of them don't know that their benefits package has been reactivated, but you know, that's like finding a gift card in your junk drawer, calling the number on the back and be like, oh, damn, I got $6.72 on this joint. Let's go to Starbucks. If you call the number, I mean, and you put in the correct pen, you might be surprised. I fired myself two weeks ago, and then I had to hire myself again. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. So putting that, that dislike into the future decisions that we make, If you say yes to something, you're saying no to someone else or something else. And we can't forget, we can't forget, we really have to hold on, well, not like hold on to like, like, uh, you know, sulk in it, but be very conscious of who and what we say no to. And how, and how we say no. Somebody told me today, don't be an a-hole. I already did it. I already did it. We did it. We did it. So, in the words of Justin Bieber, is it too late to say sorry? I'm sorry. I meant it, but I didn't mean it. Can we try again? You can only use that line like one time. So be cautious. Be cautious who you pull that chair from under. That's, that's it. That's like, that's how that cookie crumbles. That's how that cookie crumbles, guys.
any questions. Is it, I can see your comments now, we're, we're done uh, recording. 